The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And I hope you had a good week. I had a fantastic week. Salmon fishing bass fishing, bluegill fishing, uh, watching some birds that are flying through. Uh, just, I mean, it was so great talking to hunters. They're out dove hunting earlier in the week. And I, it was just so much good times this week in the great outdoors. And I want to thank you for living vicariously with us on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Chauncey's Great Outdoors, uh, you know, is celebrating our 25th year here on ESPN Radio. And we are so grateful to you, the listeners who listen to bringing us into your home, your house. Uh, maybe you're, some people tell me they lay in bed with their headphones on, not to disturb their partners. So they listen to Chauncey in the morning. Uh, but thank you so much for everybody listening to the show and our sponsors, Waterworks Marine, Daiwa, uh, Paul's Pizza, and and hot dogs in Westchester, GP Italiano in uh, LaGrange. Stop in there. Tell them, hey, Chauncey, you know, heard John Chauncey's show. But these are the people that bring it to you every single week. Let's talk a little bit about today's show. Um, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about today's show. We got Captain Tony. Uh, he's winding down his year on Lake Michigan with his salmon report. But, you know, we went out with the middle of the week and he's got a full report. It was a it, we were safe, but it was an interesting trip. But we'll hear from his report. Then I uh, mentioned last week I was going to go into the archives of Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and I found the interview I was looking for. It was the one I did with Dr. Howard Tanner. He is the father of all salmon fishing in the Great Lakes. Every person, and I really mean this, every person and kid and who has caught uh, a salmon, king, coho, uh, Atlantic, etc., out of Lake Michigan and any of the Great Lakes actually really need to say 
thank you to Howard Tanner for this. Uh, he was working for the Michigan DNR, and uh, he's, like I said, the father of all Great Lakes salmon fishing. He turned 100 years old last week, and he didn't he doesn't give a lot of interviews out. And a few years ago, he allowed me an interview, and I was so grateful for it. But I want you to hear the voice of somebody who has changed so much of the outdoors for so many people and given the chance to catch a true trophy fish out of Lake Michigan. And um, then Phil Gutman, a very good friend of our show uh, from the Fox River Valley Muskies Inc. group, He'll be coming on to talk about the Illinois Muskie Tournament Trail event that's happening on the Chain of Lakes next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, where you could win some big money, trophies, and all kinds of neat stuff like that. So I'm excited about that. And then in the last part of the show, we'll have the Aiden Fishing Report and more for you. Uh, I uh, got a picture from Aiden with the, his first Chinook salmon. Thank you, Dr. Tanner, um, for my grandson catching a, a king salmon. <laughs> You know, many years later, but it, it's because of what you started. But we're going to have, we're here from him and a lot more other things here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. But you know what? First, two things. One, <clears throat> first, there's a lot of archery hunting starting up. Uh, I know Wisconsin starting next, this week, today. What am I talking about? Next week, and it's today it started. And uh, if you, an archery hunter, I don't care where you are. Always, always, if you're in a tree stand, wear a safety harness. I know two people who have died because they fell out of a tree not wearing a tree harness. It is very, very important. Uh, Use always the three points of contact when going into or out of a tree stand. Use a haul line to bring up your unloaded bow or crossbow into that stand. That's very important. And uh, let someone know where you're going to be and when you should expect them you to return. Kind of like a little bit of an outline. That way, if something is, you're not back, someone's going to come looking for you. And uh, if you have an ATV or UTV that you use when you're out hunting, please operate them responsibly and, most important, sober. Very, very true. And listen to all your game laws and stuff like that. You know what? Now let's hear from Captain Tony somewhere, I think, by the pond, because I was with him in the middle of the week. Tony, how are you? Hey, John, how's it going out there? Buddy, it's doing okay. Let me tell you, um, you know, a lot of people are probably saying you're not going to find salmon because the wind was blowing at, you know, Mach 9 and 7 to 12-foot waves for a couple of days, and it's going to destroy. And you proved them wrong in the middle of the week, my friend. Yeah, there was a few around, you know. Uh, you know, you just got to put your time in and, you know, get that high stuff out there and, you know, work the waters, even though we were fishing blue water, deep water, <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, we were deep water. But, I mean, it was really, uh, I mean, that day that we were out, uh, we went out there, and it was a nice when we left the dock, and then the fog rolled in. And after yeah. the fog rolled in, the wind picked up. <laughs> after the wind picked up, now, it wasn't by us, but it was further in Wisconsin. But you can see, you know, to Milwaukee when you're in Winthrop Harbor, you could see those black clouds coming out into the lake. And, I mean, it was like, Tony, what is all of this? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know, I always monitored Channel 16, and the Coast Guard was shooting issues about water spouts and storm clouds. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was a good water spout 
you know, off of uh, Racine. Mm. And we seen one that was probably about 20, 20 miles away from us. It looked huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's nothing to play around with when the water spouts show up. If mm-hmm. you're close to them, get away from them. Yeah. You know, safety first. I mean, the Coast Guard was squawking all over 16 about them, you know. So, you know, yeah. That, that was crazy weather. You know, we had fog. It was cold. It was warm. It was cold. It was cloudy. Then the sun came out. Yeah, and, I, I've you know, once again, Captain Tony's the first one to say safety first. They were 20 miles away. We were nowhere near the storms or anything, and, we you know, we could see the rain way, way far away because there's nothing on like Michigan. But, you know, the thing is, you know, we, we try and we're trying. We tried different programs, and then he found the, the Lakers wanting to hit. And I mean, it was like boom, 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 boom. I mean, yeah, for for some reason, yeah, they wanted a certain direction. You know, uh, it's like they wanted us to go into the waves. You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, once you found the direction and what they wanted, they were there. You know, so yeah, you know, yeah. There's a lot of lake trout around, a lot. Yeah, and I mean that's an important thing for fishermen to, that are trolling fishermen. Uh, you have to remember it's okay. You're just going back and forth. Those fish. If you're going into a wave or you're going into the wind, your boat's going a different, uh, just a fraction of a hair different speed, or it's going up and down in a wave, so it's giving a little more action to that trolling bait. And it's the slightest thing that'll make that fish go, hey, breakfast, you know? Right, right. You know, <laughs> they're sitting a certain way down in the current, you know? Mm-hmm. We were fishing one. I think we were fishing 181 down for them, 171 down for them. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the current was do- definitely. Uh, cruising down there, so you know they're sitting a certain way. So when that blade and that uh, spinning glow fl- flies past them, they're like, "Oh, look, something to eat. Let's go get it." Yeah, you yeah. know that's when we we're hooking up. Yeah, and you know we we uh, we lost one what felt like a really good fish, but then we you know we we nailed a couple of other fish that were also very good. Uh, and you know we every, you know the, we got our limit of lake trout, and then you know we said you know we got a lot of stuff to get done today, so we you know enjoyed the day and had some fun, but. This is the time, Tony, when people need to get out if you want to get some of those big fish, right? Right, right. Yeah, there's nothing like smoke Cajun lake trout, you know, or blackened in a pan. Uh, or you can even cut them up and chunk them and deep fry them, Ooh, you know? Never, never try that, my friend. Never try oh, that. Oh, yeah. It's just like catfish nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if somebody wants to get a hold of Diamond Ghost Charters and Captain Tony, and, you know, I know you got specials during the week for, you know, if you can't get four, six people... Uh, you, you can do a couple of people, four people, and then uh, your weekends, I know they do fill up, but you might get a cancellation and get somebody on a list. Well, how do they get to you to get on to get on to these fish? Yeah, I would uh, call the cell phone at area code 847-366-0741. And uh, if I don't answer, I'm probably not the fish, so uh, leave me a message. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, everybody, it was so much fun, middle of the week, to be out there with Captain Tony yelling, Fish on! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Get them, get them, get them, you get know? Get them, get them. Crank it, crank it, crank it, crank it, crank it. Especially deep water trout, you know? They're very active. They're very active. Right. And, you know, when you say that, I mean, think of it. We're 171 or 190 feet down, and then you're back off at another 20 or 30 feet, and when that fish pops that line... You got to get that tension on that fish pretty quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, you got to get it on it really quick. And uh, like I said, oh. you, you amaze me, Tony, that 
once again, you know, Diamond Ghost was named after his German short hair that was a great f pointing hunting dog, and Diamond Ghost is out there pointing and hunting those salmon for us. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right, Tony, thank you so much for coming on. All right, guys, be safe, good fishing, watch the weather. That's right, watch the weather. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how to new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, you know, 
this is the interview with Dr. Howard Tanner uh, that I did a couple of years ago. He doesn't do interviews, so I was so honored that he did one with me, and it was because of my friendship with uh, a gentleman by the name of Bill Cullerton that uh, when I said his name, he said, sit down, boy, let's talk. But uh, this is the guy who started the whole salmon craze throughout the Great Lakes. Just think of how many thousands and millions and millions of fish that have been caught, how many kids have caught their first big fish out of Lake uh, the Great Lakes, you catching your first 20, 30-pound king salmon, uh, I mean, tournaments, and it's turned into a bazillion-dollar industry, and it's all for the love of of the outdoors that he had. So I was very honored. And uh, he was 100 years old last week, and uh, I just mentioned it on the show, and some people sent me emails and said, hey, yeah, yeah, play that interview. You know, play that interview with Dr. Howard Tanner. So from the archives of Chauncey's Great Outdoors, here's Dr. Howard Tanner. Well, everybody, I've got to tell you, I'm sitting, and you've heard people say man, myth, legend. And I know you don't like to hear that, Mr. Tanner, Dr. Tanner, but this is Dr. Tanner, who is the gentleman responsible with the state of Michigan for throwing that first net of coho fingerlings in a creek and started a whole world of fun for us. Thank you so much, Mr. Tanner. <laughs> I, I can accept that. I, uh, I have enjoyed, I've lived to enjoy so many years of that success and the success of the, of so many other people that followed me and contributed to oh, me. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of fisheries biologists and everybody that work, uh, you know, and as I read someplace that it was like when you did this, you know, first proposed it, it was like, you know, there's leaps of faith. That's not a leap of faith. You jumped off the cliff. <laughs> yes, and, and certainly it is so exceptional. And I uh, I've, I've been given some recognition and some awards, but the one that I really appreciate that speaks to that point is from my American Fisher Society, my, my professional group. And a line on an award that they gave me is that his introduction of salmon into the Great Lakes was the largest and most successful biomanipulation ever attempted. That's a very nice way of putting a leap of faith. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do I respond to that? Yeah. I mean, when you did this and were working at us, I mean, they tried this, you know, back in the late 1800s, didn't they? They thought about it? Oh, uh, salmon were introduced at least 35 times in the, in the late 1800s. But they simply didn't know what they were doing. Uh, they were introducing fry, basically. And... Oh. And they knew how to raise fish in a hatchery, but that's about all that fisheries biologists had in the way of a science at that time. The science of fisheries management began to emerge shortly after the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. Now, when they, you know, and I've, I've enjoyed this on two sides. When I was a young lad growing up in Chicago and going down to the lakefront casting for my first coho when I was like maybe 15. <laughs> And then I took uh, three years of marine biology at the Shedd Aquarium for high school classes. And, you know, the, 
the gentleman asked in that class, he says, why are you taking this class? And everybody's answering, oh, I want to be a marine biologist. I want to work with dolphins. I want to do this. And he came to me last and he says, why are you taking this class, Chauncey? And I said, I want to learn why the fish out there in Lake Michigan are doing what they're doing so I can catch them. <laughs> and he said, that might be the most honest answer I've ever gotten. <laughs> it was an honest answer. And, and just, uh, I I phrase this quite often. It, you know, it's, uh, it's a, a fishery for large fish uh, next to large populations of people. Yes. That, that's, you know, it's a little bit like real estate. It's a location, location, location. And uh, that, that uh, it was a very successful thing biological, but in, in terms of uh, in, impact on value or economic activity, uh, it, it had the makings because the people were there. Yeah. And they were looking for a, a, a big fish, and they wanted to catch it near home. And, exactly. And it just, you know, I had friends of mine that live out on the west coast, Washington, and we went out there, and they said, oh, you can only catch two salmon for the year. And I looked at them, and I go, what? I said, we could do five a day in Chicago. What do you get? You need to come here. <laughs> uh, I often wonder what the people of, Washington, who gave me the fish, or thought about it after our 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 sport fishery was so much more uh, exceptional and productive than typically. They had some good years, but uh, and again, uh, we not only had the capability of producing it, producing it, but it was next to people and large numbers of people. And just look at the number of boats that are owned by the people in the Great Lakes states. Michigan used to be the state that owned the highest number of privately licensed boats, and it's been exceeded by California, but California's got 40 million people, and (laughs) Michigan's got less than 10. But, you know, when they add all of the Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Wisconsin slips on Lake Michigan... We have more boats, recreational boats, on Lake Michigan than any other licensed boats than any other state in the country. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. And uh, and those people, uh, and we, we're talking to them tonight, those people are a voice for recognition of the need for uh, environmental standards and action uh, to, to maintain these lakes uh, uh, the way they are. And uh, I hope that it's, and this is probably wild, but I hope that the, the knowledge and experience and the commitment of people of the Great Lakes states, there are eight such states, mm-hmm. I, I, I hope that they can be a, a point where the d- division of Washington might come together for a worthwhile cause. Exactly, exactly. You know, one of the things I've got to also tell you is uh, for a number of years I worked at a Boy Scout camp in West Michigan in Muskegon County called Owasapi, which has a small creek that runs through called Cleveland Creek, which dumps into the White River. And I will never forget, I was 17 years old looking in this creek, and I go, what in God's name is that? And it was a 30-pound Chinook salmon. And I went, Oh, I got to do this. <laughs> what a great experience. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can't match that, but I'll try. Uh, when I was 13, 
fishing for brook trout, I caught a steelhead of five and a half pounds. Mm -hmm. And that was tr truly exceptional. Got my picture taken and everything. And uh, uh, the, uh, not the next year, but the following year, I was so still so proud of myself that I had my, my cards printed and I became a fishing guide. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. Did you have anything also to do with the stocking of Atlantic salmon? Uh, here in the Great Lake? In Lake Michigan. No. No? Uh, I, have, I, I push it wherever chance mm -hmm. I can, uh, but it's, it's, it's important. Uh, it's an extremely valuable species. Uh, and you know there are there are Russians coming over and fishing the St. Mary's River right now for Atlantic salmon. Really, I didn't know that. And uh, there's an international uh, group of wealthy people who will pursue Atlantic salmon around the world. I was standing. I don't know whether you want all this or it's not, okay. but yeah, well, I'm enjoying it. I was standing in a in a tackle shop down in New Zealand, down in the southern part of New Zealand, and. And there was a guy standing there, and he, he, he rented a plane every morning and went into the interior to, to fish uh, uh, salmon and, uh, and uh, steelhead. Mm -hmm. And uh, the clerk behind the counter finally, she said, well, what is it you do? And he said, I'm a professional client. Somebody is guiding me somewhere doing something the year around. And she said, well, what do you do for a living? He said, I have some coffee plantations in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you could do anything you want if you have that. And including pursuing Atlantic salmon around, around the world. world. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. Because, you know, I caught an Atlantic salmon in Lake Michigan. Okay. So, and I, when I first caught it, I looked at it and I go, what? I had to get the book out to find out what it was. Yeah. Well, uh, I encourage it as creating it as an element of, of our fishing opportunity. Uh, it's, a, it's a difficult critter to rear. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is harder than any other. It requires uh, standards in the hatchery that aren't necessary for, for other uh, trout and salmon. But uh, it's, a, it's a great great target, and we should have more of it. Yes, we should. Well, Dr. Tanner, I want to thank you for the time you've given me. I, I know it's been a long day for you. And I just, like I said, me and zillions of other people, thank you the other fisheries biologists that worked with you, the state of Michigan, and now all the states that surround the Great Lakes that are working on making salmon fishing such a viable, active. So we're now catching salmon back into the 30-pound class. You know what? They're doing it right. Well, uh, thank you for saying that. And do me a favor. Uh, push for support for Project Fish. Mm -hmm. That is the future. We need kids to get out and get experienced and so they'll understand their obligation just as a citizen to be a voter that votes for a clean environment, clean Great Lakes, and, and the support of those agencies that manage the lakes. I always wanted to make a bumper sticker at election time that says, I fish, I hunt, I camp, and I vote. <laughs> Excellent. And, and it makes a point that that I, I couldn't agree with more. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, I think it, it's a unifying uh, choice that uh, seems to be unavailable in Washington these days. Well, we'll just have to go back there and kick a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Dr. Tanner, thank you for your time this evening. I've enjoyed it. 
Everybody, I am way honored. That That's somebody I've been looking forward to for a long time doing this interview, Dr. Howard Tanner, the guy who let me catch my first salmon. <laughs> you're, Thank you for saying so. You're listening to Chauncey. On Chauncey's Great Outdoors, you know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country at a price you want and, once again, powered by a Mercury outboard. Waterworks also has a few 2023 Lund and Low boats with a Mercury outboard, but they are being sold at rock-bottom prices. But you still have time to enjoy your fun-certified Waterworks boat, whether it's fishing, a fall color ride, or a day with friends. Let your boat from Waterworks Marine make the day special. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. And stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, add to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors radio network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is being brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, where every boat sold is a fun certified boat. In a itty bitty pool swam three little fishies and 
the mommy fishy too. Swim, said the mama fishy, swim if you can. And they swam, and they swam right over the dam. Uh, this is Johnny Bench, and you're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you filled your cup of coffee, got your soda pop, maybe got a sandwich, breakfast, whatever you're doing listening to us this morning. But I have on the phone with me a longtime friend, and I'm a good friend of many of the people that are part of this uh, organization, but I have Mr. Phil Goodman. Phil, how are you, buddy? Hey, good morning, Chauncey. How are you? Hey, getting all excited. Not this weekend. Next weekend. Let's get this right, everybody. Next weekend. Uh, we have one of the big musky tournaments happening on the Chain of Lakes on the 23rd, right? Yes, correct. It's the uh, IMTT Mike Sewell uh, Memorial Tournament. And this is all part of the uh, tournament tr- musky tournament trail, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, the Illinois Musky Tournament Trail series now, that we have each year. Right. And this is one of the important tournaments if you're a musky geek like many guys I know, <laughs> you know, from the club. Um, I mean, this is one you want to be part of, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, we have tournaments throughout the whole state of Illinois at different times of the year, but um, this is uh, the biggest one that we have as far as typical turnout. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's local. It's right here in our back backyard here on the Fox Chain. And we all know that the Fox Chain has both numbers of fish as well as, you know, big fish in it. So you have a chance at uh, winning some money and maybe big fish pool and and a couple trophies. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and your trophies are never little, I will say that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, but really, this is, uh, it's a great event, uh, that, and this has been going on for, I'm not even going to try to figure out how many years you guys have been doing this tournament but earlier in the year you you had a couple of tournaments or one tournament that had to get canceled due to weather or whatever the problem was so that's what makes this tournament even more important right oh yeah for for those individuals that you know fish the entire trail um yeah we had our first tournament in april down in uh, spring lake north and uh we had the may tournament on prairie lake uh, down in uh, just west of Petersburg. Mm. Uh, the June tournament's the one that got canceled because that's when we had that very hot stretch of weather there in June, <laughs> and the uh, water temps just got too excessive down at uh, Banner Marsh in Peoria mm. uh, just to you know protect the fishery. So we just opted to cancel it, and, um, and it's, it's just the way it is. I mean, we just we're we're here to protect the fish, but we're also here to hopefully put on the tournament because the monies that we raise from the tournament, uh, for the most part, go to our educational scholarship fund uh, that we uh, help fund uh, college students and their degrees if they're, if they're majoring in fisheries biology or management. So uh, it's, quite a, it's a quite an ordeal that we put on because over the last uh, four years, e- even including the COVID year, uh, we've been able to give back to college kids in excess of $10,000. That's called a club putting its money where it's doing the most good. Yep, yep, 
tip. We need to keep people involved in the fisheries and the fisheries management programs. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, college is not cheap today, so every little bit helps no, it's not. students and families. Yeah, and, and I'm not uh, taking away anything from what the club is doing, the helping you know, with the scholarship money, but I've talked to a, a several, um, you know, uh, fisheries divisions, and I'm not talking state, but, you know, smaller, like forest preserve divisions or, or city uh, fisheries divisions, where they've had interns come to work for them, and... The kid has gotten a love. They liked fishing before, but they love the science of fishing, as I call it. And they went down the road and became, uh, you know, a fisheries biologist, you know, maybe in Illinois, but Wisconsin, Michigan, or out west. But they still, what you've done is brought some, kept somebody, I should say. Not brought somebody. You've kept somebody's interest and helped them pay the bill so they can enjoy the thing that they want to do down the road. That's, Phil, this is, the, to me, is just a fantastic thing that you guys do. Oh, absolutely. It's, just, it's, a, it's amazing what it takes now just to become a fisheries biologist, literally in any state here mm-hmm. in America. It, 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 it's quite an ordeal, and it's a, a huge financial investment that these students have to make uh, to become a fisheries biologist or even... Uh, in fisheries management at the state levels. You know, it's just amazing how much they have to go through. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Um, Educational-wise, just to get to those points of, of in life. Now, one of the things, uh, since we're talking about, you know, the, these students that you guys help with the money raised from these tournaments across the state, the thing is, I just mentioned, you know, okay, uh, you know, DNRs or forest preserve districts, but there are some big companies like, uh, you know, uh, Constellation Nuclear, uh, they have fisheries biologists that are on on, on staff. Uh, I mean, it's not just a little thing. Many companies have fisheries biologists, people that work in within the company, and you don't think of those companies of ever having one. So it's really many different arms to this thing that where a kid, a student can wind up finding a career in something that they absolutely love, which is really cool. Absolutely, absolutely. But now this tournament, it's it's a really fun time. Now it's it takes off and comes back to, I think, musky tails. Right. Yeah, the the tournament hours on the on Saturday, the twenty third of September. Mm-hmm. It's a one, it's a one day tournament. Um, registration uh, you can reg- pre register in person if you want on Friday night from six six to eight p.m. at musky tails there mm-hmm. um, on in between the channel and Lake Marie. Um, Saturday morning, registration will start at 4 o'clock in the morning all the way up until 5.30. Tournament takeoff is at 6, and you'll be fishing to at least 3 o'clock. And then afterwards, we have a open bar, a dinner, and a raffle at Muskie Tails. That'll start about 4 or 4.30. And we hope to get everybody out of there typically by 6 o'clock at the latest mm-hmm. so everybody can travel back home. Yeah, and the address there is twenty five eight five five West Route one seventy three. As I tell people, get on Route one seventy three if you don't have a GPS and head west, young man. Just head west. <laughs> yep, yep. If you if you as soon as you cross the bridge between uh, Lake or Channel Lake and mm-hmm. the channel that goes to Lake Marie, as soon as you cross that bridge, it's the second left. Yeah. Yeah. And across the street is the Muskie Tails launch, and that's actually where the takeoff 
for checkout and check-in. We'll take off there at the Muscat Tales launch mm-hmm. there. Is the is the takeoff fees, uh, you know, ramp fees included in this? Uh, the, the ramp fees, uh, basically, Kurt will have the ramp fees uh, for those that, you know, you can launch anywhere you want on the chain. Oh, okay. You, can, you don't have to launch from Muskie Tails. The, the takeoff is from the piers there at Muskie Tails, but you can launch anywhere on the chain if you want. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to just be convenient, you just pay the launch fees there at Muskie Tails and launch. Uh, the only thing you do have to have is your Fox Waterway sticker. And those are available for one day if you need one there at Muskie Tales. Kurt has those passes there at the store. Okay. And and that's one of the neat things is that you can launch your boat up on the, you know, the, at the state park or another ramp or something like that. And then go down to the Muskie Tales and then launch, you know, not launch from there, but the takeoff and, and come back to there. Uh, so that that's pretty cool. I think that's a, a lot of fun. The, the, now, how many, um, you know, boats is do you max out at? Uh, this this tournament will be maxed out at 50 boats. That's the most that we will handle um, with the payouts and everything. Um, basically, right now, the normal payouts for our tournaments are three places. But, again, if we have 40 or 50 boats, those payouts will increase accordingly mm-hmm. by the number of boats that participate. Um, the entry fees are $150 per person. Mm-hmm. Um, you can cast. You control. Uh, the only thing that we do require is um, that it is one rod and lure per person, whether you're casting or trolling. And the only other, just for safety reasons, if you're operating your your large outboard, uh, you do have to wear your uh, PFD devices while the boat's underway. If you're trolling, you don't need to wear your flotation device. But if you're if you're moving between spots and you're up on plane, you do have to have your uh, PFD attached to your body right. for safety reasons. Exactly. And you know what? Just wear it anytime. <laughs> for safety's sake, if you're, even if you're trolling, just put it on. It's not going to hurt you. You know. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about this, though, is musky tournament, bass tournaments are a little bit different because they catch fish, they put them in their live wells, and then they bring them back to get a weight or et cetera. You don't do that. Well, basically, what what happens in our tournaments? Uh, you catch a fish. Mm-hmm. And the minimum length is thirty inches, so you keep your fish uh, in your in your net, and then you have your bumper boards for measuring. Mm-hmm. And in each of the participants' packets will be a colored index card. And what we require them to do is uh, put the card on your bumper board next to the fish. You lay the fish down on the board. Uh, you snap a bunch of pictures with your iPhone or Android, mm-hmm. and before before you release that fish, we always recommend that you put the fish back into the net, check your pictures, because that's how we're going to verify your length. Mm, okay. Because if you don't measure it correctly, uh, we're sorry, your fish will not count. So and there's rules. <laughs> there's rules that everybody, that everybody has to review and mm-hmm. sign off on that they understand the rules. But we're always there to help them when they're checking in uh, during check-in hours. And, see, this is kind of an interesting way to do a tournament because, you know, you're, you're photoing it, you're catch, photo, release. Uh, you know, you, you're proving that you caught this fish and, uh, you know, Trust me, you, you know you, you're not going to say, "Oh, I caught three thirty inches." Each fish looks a little bit different, folks. Don't try. <laughs> right, right, and, and it's tougher. I mean, back in the day, we used to have judge boats, but that takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, and and fish, you know, they they can have problems being caught. You know, stress wise, 
Mm-hmm. So we're just there trying to make sure the fish is released quickly, as, as quickly as possible, but yet reward those that do catch them exactly. um, in, in the end, hopefully, that they end, end up placing and getting a nice check at the end of the day. Yeah, you get a nice check at the end of the day, help some kid go to college and have a good meal and, you know, maybe a little pop or something like that at uh, Musky Tails at yep. Time to Bite. The uh, And let me tell you, even if you... If you just enjoy fishing, men or women, whether you enjoy, just enjoy fishing, you know, come on over to Musky Tales. You will hear some of the greatest stories of fish on the chain in your life. <laughs> yep, yep. But, you know, again, we we do have a, a dinner. Uh, it's provided by the IMTT, mm-hmm. as well as a raffle. We'll have some good prizes there for, you know, chance, you guys got some chances to win some lure, musky lures mm-hmm. and musky equipment and so forth and so on. So cool. it's just monies that we raise again we're putting it putting it back into the fisheries one way or another and and the one thing that we do um people want to realize even though you're paying the entry fee you know the payout pretty much is almost 68 percent of that entry fee which is quite high in today's mm-hmm. at least musky tournament world that's pretty that's a pretty good payout it is back back to those that end up placing so Okay, uh, if somebody wants to get more information, Phil, what's the best way for them to do it? Best way up until the 23rd, uh, you can go out to the IMTT website. That's www.illmuskie.com. Or they can always give me a call or at my cell phone is 847-204-8286. Cool. And it's Phil Goodman. And this is not today. It's next weekend, everybody. This is okay. next weekend. Please remember that. And uh, you'll get all the information where he just told you to get it. And what, uh, the takeoff and returner at Musky Tails and Time the Bite at 25855 West Route 173 in Antioch. Get on a run 173 if you're coming from the east. Just go west. If you're coming from the west, get on 173, go east. <laughs> It's, if, yep. you, if you yep. missed it, you're you're, you're blind. <laughs> yep, this circle of dates Saturday, September twenty third. Phil, thanks so much. And if somebody wants to become part of a really good musky club, which one would you recommend? Uh, Fox River Valley. That's exactly what I knew you were going to say. Fox River Valley, and they meet when? Uh, the second Wednesday of every month, and our actually meeting will be this uh, this Wednesday the thirteenth. Yes, sir. Hey, I want to say thanks for coming on, Phil. Okay, thanks, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country at a price you want and once again powered by a mercury outboard waterworks also has a few 2023 lund and low boats with a mercury outboard but they are being sold at rock bottom prices but you still have time to enjoy your fun certified waterworks boat whether it's fishing a fall color ride or a day with friends let your boat from waterworks marine make the day special Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Chauncey here. 
A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa, with new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, and to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Ren Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. And we're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill boogie, you can't go wrong. Easy. Welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and I, I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Captain Tony and also with uh, Dr. Howard Tanner and uh, Phil Goodman with the IMTT Big Muskie Tournament next weekend, next weekend. Go to the IMTT. Uh, if you want more information, if you're a muskie uh, fisherman, check it all out. And you know what? 100-year-old Dr. Howard Tanner. I am so honored that he gave me that interview a couple years ago. And, you know, my grandson Aiden, who we're going to have a fishing report here in a second, uh, you know, caught his first king salmon. And he would not have done it if it wasn't for Dr. Tanner. Okay, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of fishing. Speaking of the Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Papa, 
I got my first King Salmon, exclamation point. I know you did. He sent me picture, picture, picture. It was a lot of fun. It put up a really good fight, dead, and wanted to know if I needed his help holding the rod and reeling it in. I said, nope, I got this one, Dad. It's between me and the fish right now. Oh, I got to love that kid. He, I sent you photos. He sent me a lot of photos, Aiden. He sent me a lot of photos. Very proud of that young man's first king salmon. Uh, he says, Uncle Tom went perch fishing to Lake Erie, and we invited him to go with us salmon fishing. He said, no, he wanted perch. Unfortunately, he didn't catch any perch. <laughs> he should have come with us. <laughs> uh, he said, we were trolling in front of the Muskegon harbor and white lake harbor uh, pierheads that's where the salmon were guys are also casting later in the day and throughout the day at night they're using glow spoons or early in the morning glow spoons and we were out in 30 to 70 feet down in 120 to 200 feet of water the fish i caught was on a green an orange spoon, or and my dad got one on a chrome glow J plug. They're a funny looking lure. Uh, my friend that was down in Grand Haven said that there was a lot of fish uh, in the channel of the harbor where the boats were going back and forth and catching fish. Your friend Brooksy was there, I was told, and uh, he was catching a lot of fish. Well, that's good, Aiden. And once again, Oh, hold on. Brooks, he was catching a lot of fish, and we hope to see you soon this weekend. Uh, your fishing professional in training, Aiden. <laughs> Once again, the Aiden Fish Report sponsored by Waterworks Marine. Cook County Forest Preserve bass on surface baits casting parallel to the shoreline, only a foot or two out. Uh, and then after that, when the sun comes up, you better work with uh, plastic worms, deeper water. That's the key right there. You're going to need to do that. And that's a very important thing if you're going to try to do that. Uh, we're also seeing uh, perch. We're taking at Bussy Lake and along with some bass and catfish there. Bluegill are all over in many, many, many forest preserve lakes this time of the year. Indiana waters. Um, a couple of my buddies that were fishing the Sam, who was fishing Michigan Pier, Michigan City Pier. I'm sorry, I can't even speak this morning. Uh, glow spoons later in the day or very early before he had to go to work at McDonald's uh, was catching some fish there. He said they're seeing more activity with boaters close in the shore. Uh, today is the Salmon Unlimited Kids Fishing Derby uh, going on in Waukegan Harbor. Uh, if you're looking for more details, Salmon Unlimited Inc.com slash kids, but it's a great tournament uh, for those 18 and younger in the harbor. You can't go wrong with that. My buddy Ken Husker O'Malley, one of our pro staffers, said, Chance, bluegiller, hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Eight to 12 feet of water. Uh, small plastic pieces on small jigs, crawlers rigged with a wiggle worm. Uh, Bites are like weed clumps. Look, look the deep side, the shallow side, just work all around the weeds and you should find some. Crappier a little bit on the dinky side, but they should be getting better. 
up on the chain of lakes are seeing activity uh, with white bass. And walleye fishermen are saying they're starting to get some interest. And our friends at Blarney Bassmasters had a great tournament uh, this past weekend. Largest bass was a little over five pounds. Congratulations to all of the anglers in the Blarney Bassmasters. Come on out with them next year. It's a great tournament for uh, two people. They do it Wednesday nights, and then they also do on, on Sunday. So it's a great tournament with those people. Delavan Lake, my buddy's been up there fishing, Dave Dewey, and uh, he sent me a report and said uh, things are getting a little bit better for walleye around the 12 to 15-foot depth range. Uh, that's where you want to be. Better lures are chrome, chrome and black, chrome and blue, chrome and some, flashing something. That's what you want to work with. Or you can also, you know, just rig a, a nightcrawler harness on a live bait rig. Pike. They seem to be more interested in good-sized minnows, about 10 to 15 feet of water on the deeper sides of weeds, and that you should get them there, or a rattle trap or a white spinnerbait are taking some fish there. Crappie needs to improve. <laughs> That's all he said needs to get better. Uh, fox River, smallmouth, you've got to find the deeper holds on the fox. If you're not going to find the deeper holds, don't go try fishing the fox. That's where the, all the fish are hiding right now. So if you can do that, you're going to pick up those fish there. And trust me, you will do quite well. Catfishing has slowed down. Uh, but a few guys that are fishing below the Algonquin and Carpentersville Dam said they picked up a few fish here and there with cut bait and stink bait. Cut bait's just a bluegill or a shiner or something that's been chopped up a little bit. Uh, Lake Geneva, bass fishing has been... On the slow side a little bit. Uh, the perch still can improve, but, you know, that's okay. Rock bass, that's fun for kids. They're catching lots of fish anywhere between 10 and 15 feet of water. Uh, better action is probably around, you know, 10, 11 foot, I would say. So don't pass that one up. Uh, smallmouth are just off the weed lines. Good spot there. My buddy Daryl on Green Lake, he said, Chauncey, get up here. Largemouth bass are doing pretty well, and we're doing them over structure. So get up here and let's go fishing. <laughs> okay, Green Lake, I have to take a ride up to Green Lake. Kankakee River looks pretty good. Smallmouth bass are being taken on green-colored lizard-type baits, fish along the shoreline, and uh, catfish and smallmouth bass seem to be a key thing that many, many anglers are, are working throughout that area. So that's always a good sign to try this time of the year. Oh, man, there's so much going on. And then we got hunting going on, the dove hunting, the pheasant hunting at the, at the areas with the clubs, lots of things. Oh, I can hear the flute playing. Well, you know what that means. Uh, and I like to leave you with this Native American proverb from my friend Appen Suimajawat. It says, In the fall, your soul will be touched when every leaf turns into a colorful flower. Stop, be quiet, and enjoy Mother Nature in all her beauty. In the fall, your soul will be touched when every leaf turns into a colorful flower. Stop, be quiet, and enjoy Mother Nature in all her beauty. How very true. Please remember, we don't own the woods of the rain, the storm, or the fish we're catching. We're borrowing it all from our children's children's children. See you next week, everybody, right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.